We want to acknowledge that Carleton University and the other locations where we make this podcast are on traditional, unceded Algonquin territory. We interrupt your regularly scheduled programming to bring you Storytime with Billy and Phil. Welcome, everyone, to a very special edition of the Department Podcast, Storytime with Billy and Phil. I am Phil Primo. I am joined with Billy. Billy, what are we doing? This is a special episode. <laughs> yeah, so um, we were thinking in light of the present circumstances that uh, uh, a good way to uh, re, re, uh, repurpose the podcast for, uh, for the present moment uh, is for us to tell stories, uh, both for adults and for children. Yeah. So for the next little while, our plan is to offer uh, a couple stories per episode, and uh, we'll be narrating that for you. And uh, I think the format is going to be uh, us reading stories. Basically, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be it. So we do want participation. Yes. And we want people to send in the stories that they'd like to hear. Yeah. Um, You know, I imagine those of you with kids... Uh, or from your own childhoods uh, have uh, stories uh, that, um, you know, myself or Phil could narrate. Uh, They can be kids' stories. They can be your own stories. Uh, Maybe there's a few budding writers out there. But especially uh, kids' stories, you know, uh, send us in recommendations or requests. Be happy to narrate stories. Obviously, nothing like Lord of the Rings or anything, you know, something manageable. (laughs) Something Uh, manageable. (laughs) Yeah, something manageable. And, uh, you know, uh, might get kids back into listening to uh, story time rather than TV or iPads and all the rest of that stuff these days, you know. Yeah. And, you know, this is an idea that uh, Billy and I kind of came up with as a way to repurpose the podcast, uh, connect with others. Um, But I also have to give a really big shout out to Anthony Von Dessauer. Uh, He's at home uh, reading with uh, Eisen, his kid, and they're going to get into The Hobbit. And I thought, wow, you know, what a great opportunity to read a nice book, get into the genre. um, And this podcast can serve that purpose as well. We could read very fantasy-based stuff and bring you stories from afar. Absolutely, yeah. Um, there's also the the possibility of doing, uh, you know, chapters of a, a longer book, you know, uh, over the course of like, yeah. you know, three episodes. You could easily uh, squeeze in a book, you know, depending on, on, on the book. Like. Yeah, or it could be a picture book. It could be a, a shorter kind of picture book thing that yeah, we could read. Yeah, all ages. All ages. All ages. Uh, Billy, I have uh, in front of me a list of potential books that I will be reading. And, um, you know, it goes from uh, The Hungry Caterpillar, which is a really kind of short, nice picture book, uh, to some bedtime stories. I think bedtime stories are are great kind of stories to read. Uh, And uh, maybe some Philip K. Dick, some science fiction film from uh, Philip K. Dick. Okay. Yeah, I was uh, I was looking through some like Irish short stories the other day, seeing if there's any kind of good ones for uh, to read. Uh, yeah. So I've been looking through a few of those. Um, I'm going to read uh, some a selection of short stories, uh, kids stories from In a Dark Dark Room. Um, nice. And I was also looking at uh, a few Roald Dahl books as well. Uh, maybe mm. maybe something like uh, Henry Sugar or something of the smaller ones, Fantastic Mr. Fox. You know. Um, so yeah. Very nice. Yeah. 
But our imaginations are limited, folks. So we need your help with this. Yeah. Please send us your recommendations. Send us what you'd like to hear. And you can do so by emailing us at info at departmentpodcast.ca. If you're on Twitter, you can connect with us there at departmentpod. Um, I think those are the, the primary two ways. Let's keep it simple. Email yeah. or Twitter. Email or Twitter, and you all uh, you can always send us uh, to our individual email accounts as well. If uh, it's absolutely, not like just yeah, uh, yeah, send send us in the requests. Yeah, and if you do, we will read the book and give you a nice shout out for helping out uh, this show carry on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So without further ado, here's our first set of stories. For this episode, I'm going to be reading stories from a book called In a Dark, Dark Room and Other Scary Stories. So these stories are pretty scary. Uh, And I know there's uh, one person in particular, a young man by the name of Oscar, uh, who who really likes one of the stories in this book. Uh, uh, The story is called In a Dark, Dark Room. Uh, and I'm going to choose three or four stories, including in a dark, dark room. So, uh, Oscar, I hope uh, you enjoy uh, listening to this and uh, any other kids or adults for that matter. I uh, hope you too uh, enjoy my choice of stories for this episode. In a dark, dark room. This is the scary one. In a dark, dark wood, there was a dark, dark house. And in that dark, dark house, there was a dark, dark room. And in that dark, dark room, there was a dark, dark chest. And in that dark, dark chest, there was a dark, dark shelf. And on that dark, dark shelf, there was a dark, dark box. And in that dark, dark box, there was a ghost. (laughs) The Green Ribbon. Once there was a girl named Jenny. She was like all the other girls, except for one thing. She always wore a green ribbon around her neck. There was a boy named Alfred in her class. Alfred liked Jenny, and Jenny liked Alfred. One day he asked her, Why do you wear that ribbon all the time? I cannot tell you, said Jenny. But Alfred kept asking, Why do you wear it? And Jenny would say, It's not important. Jenny and Alfred grew up and fell in love. One day, they got married. After their wedding, Alfred said, Now that we are married, you must tell me about the green ribbon. You must still wait, said Jenny. I'll tell you when the right time comes. Years passed. Alfred and Jenny grew old. One day, Jenny became very sick. The doctor told her she was dying. Jenny called Alfred to her side. Alfred, she said, Now I can tell you about the green ribbon. Untie it, and you will see what I could not tell you before. Slowly, 
and carefully, Alfred untied the ribbon and Jenny's head fell off. The end. The title of this story is called The Teeth. I was hurrying home in the dark when I saw a man walking towards me. Do you know what time it is, I asked. The man lit a match to look at his watch. It is eight o'clock, he said. Then he grinned at me. His teeth were three inches long. When I saw them, I ran. Soon, I came to another man. Why are you running, the man asked. I just met a man with teeth this long, I said. It scared me. My teeth are longer than that, said the man, and he grinned at me. When I saw his teeth, I ran. Soon I came to another man. Why are you running, he asked me. I just saw a man with teeth this long, I said. That's nothing, said the man. Did you ever see teeth this long? I took one look and I ran all the way home. Our next story is for Eva. It is called The Very Hungry Caterpillar by Eric Carle. In the light of the moon, a little egg lays on a leaf. One Sunday morning, the warm sun comes up and pop! Out of the egg comes a tiny and very hungry caterpillar. He starts to look for some food. On Monday, he eats one apple, but he is still hungry. On Tuesday, he eats two pears, but he is still hungry. On Wednesday, he eats three plums, but he is still hungry. On Thursday, he eats four strawberries, but he is still hungry. On Friday, he eats five oranges, but he is still hungry. On Saturday, he eats one piece of chocolate cake one ice cream, one pickle, a slice of cheese, one slice of salami, one lollipop, one cherry pie, one sausage, one cupcake, and one slice of watermelon. That night, he has a stomachache. On Sunday, the caterpillar eats one nice green leaf, and he feels much better. Now, he isn't so hungry. He isn't a little caterpillar. He is a big, fat caterpillar. He builds a small house called a cocoon. He stays in the cocoon more than two weeks. Then he comes out and he is a beautiful butterfly. These next two sleepy time stories are for two extraordinary girls, Aaliyah and Eva. They're brought to us by Elena Favilli and Francisca Cavallo in Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls, 100 Tales of Extraordinary Women. Ada Lovelace, Mathematician. Once upon a time, there was a girl named Ada who loved machines. She also loved the idea of flying she studied birds to work out the perfect balance between wing size and body weight. She tested out materials and tried out several 
designs. She never managed to soar like a bird, but she created a beautiful book full of drawings called Flyology, where she recorded all of her findings. One night, Ada went to a ball. There, she met a grumpy old mathematician named Charles Babbage. Ada was a brilliant mathematician herself, and the two soon became good friends. Charles invited Ada to see a machine he had invented. He called it the Difference Engine. It could automatically add and subtract numbers. No one had done that before. Ada was hooked. What if we built a machine that could make more complicated calculations, she said. Excited, Ada and Charles started working. The machine was huge. It required an enormous steam engine to run. Ada wanted to go further. What if this machine could play music and show letters as well as numbers? She was describing a computer way before modern computers were invented. Ada wrote the first computer program in history. Grace O'Malley. Once upon a time on a wild green island lived a girl with long ginger hair. Her name was Grace. When wind howled and waves crashed against the rocks, Grace would stand on the clifftop and dream of sailing out across the stormy seas. Girls cannot be sailors, her father told her. And anyway, your long hair would get tangled in the rigging. Grace didn't like this one bit. She cut her hair short and dressed in boys' clothes to prove to her family that she too could live the life of the sea. Finally, one day, her father agreed to take her sailing on one condition. If we meet a pirate ship, hide below deck, he said. But when they were attacked, Grace leaped off the rigging and landed on one of the pirates' backs. Her surprise attack worked, and they beat the pirates off. Grace was a fine sailor and wanted to do something more exciting than catching fish. When the English attacked her castle, she became a pirate herself rather than submit to English rule. Grace was so successful that soon she had her own fleet of ships as well as several islands and castles along the west coast of Ireland. All right, everyone, uh, that's it for this episode. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the stories. Uh, we've got a few more lined up uh, in our next episode. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye-bye. Let us know what stories you'd like to hear. Send us an email at info at departmentpodcast.ca or connect with us on Twitter at departmentpod. And hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.